the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. I, I couldn't let this raid on the on Mar-a-Lago go without uh, a real journalist who asks real questions. And I saw your tweets about it. I saw the Cheryl that you had some um, uh, contacts with people off the record about it. People that weren't even Trump fans who told you this was unprecedented. I welcome you in and would love your perspective. Well, and, and not so much off the record, just comments they made that they don't want to make publicly. They didn't really give me terms of using or not using, but there are many people I've noticed who describe themselves as not supporters of Trump. I don't think they hate him, but I don't think they voted for him. These are officials who really are chilled by what the FBI has done. And some of these people that I've talked to since I first tweeted about it include people who've worked at the FBI under two administrations. So this is as you've heard, very unprecedented. And I know, you know, Trump's detractors are cheering it on, but the cheering on of all the stuff that's happened to Trump that's really outside the lines of what's normal and in some cases what's legal, the cheering on of that only leads to an expansion of something that's going to, I'm afraid, touch a lot more people uh, someday. And and I would comment, Chris, on the conflict of interest at stake here. If the FBI and DOJ want to have credibility, which I don't think is their concern. I think they're sort of desperate to try to get Trump not to run. But basic ethics rules that they all know about would dictate that if there's an appearance of a real conflict of interest in having these agencies investigate Trump, the same agencies who got caught trying to frame him and have held almost nobody responsible. I mean, that's a huge conflict. They didn't charge people, remember, after the inspector general recommended charges against former FBI Director Comey. Comey, people may have forgotten this, took Trump-related materials that he should not have taken outside to his house and passed them along to people. It was mishandling of documents. The DOJ declined to prosecute, even though the Inspector General recommended charges. Uh, DOJ hasn't prosecuted or disciplined anybody, as far as we know, for the sampling of wiretaps that were made after the scandal of doctored wiretaps by the FBI, they sampled a bunch of them and found none of them met all the requirements they were supposed to meet, but nobody was held responsible for that. This same FBI should be allowed to investigate the man that insiders have tried to frame and have doctored documents against. I mean, this is this is a real problem, I see. And again, you were subject to... <laughs> secret surveillance that we know of under the Obama DOJ. I mean, this is something that you've been battling actively in court yourself. And um, so this, the abuses of the DOJ um, <laughs> blend over multiple administrations. This is not just Biden. This is not just Trump. This is not just Obama. This is, this is something you have been sounding an alarm on for a while, a DOJ that is increasingly more aggressive uh, more more hostile, more, uh, well, not even secretive anymore. I mean, seemingly almost sort of brazen and unapologetic, and no one seems to be, to your point, trying to stop them, any administration, frankly. 
Well, I've chronicled over decades the abuses of our intelligence communities that are known. We can only imagine what the unknown ones are, but just the ones we found out about. And I've always argued that the illegal government surveillance on me is important, not because it happened to me, but because I wasn't the only one. And of course, if they're doing this, as I've been told, and we've learned a lot about it since then, to hundreds or thousands of citizens, including other journalists and just regular citizens, and nobody stops them or holds them accountable or stands up and says this is wrong, which pretty much nobody did after my case was exposed, why would they stop? And, and since they've only expanded, and we got to this place, which I was afraid would happen, where the drip drip of these shocking revelations of what our government is doing to us are now so commonplace, people kind of yawn and expect it. They're, they're hardly even outraged anymore. And then the cheering on of it under Donald Trump by both Democrats and Republicans who don't like him because he threatens their agendas and their money trails, you know, their money pipelines, cheering on it happening to Donald Trump only ensured they'd be more powerful to, and more bold and brazen and accepted to do it you know, on a bigger scale. So sadly, that's where we are today. And I really do wonder, you know, I, I've thought to myself, because I, I really want to be honest with myself when I ask myself this question, like if Donald Trump were president of the United States today and he ordered Chappaqua, uh, the Clinton home raided, or Barack Obama's Martha's Vineyard home raided under the auspices of some, I don't know, some investigation, I I, I would like to believe I would think to myself, oh, ooh, that's that's disconcerting. I'd like to believe because that's next level. I mean, what we're talking about, a sitting president uh, shoving the DOJ into the private residence of a former president who's probably going to make another run at it. That's I mean, it re I know it's sort of a throwaway line. That's, you know, <laughs> Eastern Bloc stuff. That's not stuff that happens in the United States. It is. There's no, there's really no other fair way to look at it. And I'll tell you just from FBI sources I have. Until not too long ago, the way something like this would be viewed, the FBI would never have touched something political in this fashion for fear that it would look like the intel agencies are being weaponized for political reasons. Even if that wasn't the case, they would be so concerned and were concerned about the appearance that they would avoid the appearance of a conflict of interest by doing what they do with other people. They would meet. They would be very transparent about it. They would try to get what they need or want if there's a legitimate investigation without a wild raid that by all accounts, really virtually all accounts, was unnecessary and overkill, they wouldn't have handled it this way six, seven years ago. So this is something that's different and unique, um, that they're almost tone deaf or they just don't care how it appears to the general public anymore. How does this end? Um, could you guess? I mean, where, where do you think this goes? I've, I've been asking guests this, you know, from a legal perspective, a journalistic perspective. How, how does this end? Um, well, yeah, under, no. understanding that I could very well be wrong, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say everything they've tried to do to Donald Trump, we always hear that he's about to be charged, he's about to be jailed, he's about to be in prison. None of that ever happens. The goods are never ultimately there. So I, I suspect based on the past, it might be something like that, dragging him out, punishing him, causing him to spend money, warning people around him that if they're involved, they'll be targeted too. I think it's primarily about that. And I think he'll come out, um, frankly, as strong as ever. And I think he stands a very good chance of being elected president again, <laughs> at least at least 50 50. This is some kind of I mean, we're living through something. I, I, I don't know how you chronicle this in history, Cheryl. And I mean, you know, maybe we'll be long gone before we ever know. But this seems like a very significant inflection point in American history. Yes, it is. But as the topic of my new book is going to be. 
I, my thesis is they've gone too far. And I mean, the propagandists in either party or no party who've gotten so bold, they had the money and the upper hand in the organization initially to catch people by surprise and overwhelm them with their narratives. But the majority of the people, it may take longer, ultimately are stronger, can organize. They don't have the money in the organization up front, but the true grassroots is more powerful than the fake grassroots or the astroturf that's created by these propagandists. And I think we'll see, and I hope we'll see, a swing of the pendulum. Cheryl Atkinson is at uh, Full Measure with Cheryl Atkinson on Sinclair. Uh, she's on Twitter, Cheryl Atkinson. Well, that's with two T's uh, and two S's. Uh, and your new book, when does that do out? I hadn't heard you were working on a new book yet. I want to make sure well, we're watching. Ju- we're just starting. I haven't inked the deal. We have a deal, more or less. So it's going to be a while. I'm thinking uh, Christmas-ish next year because we've got a lot to write about lots going to happen since then but i do have a bunch of thoughts in my head already well we're bringing you back to town for that then uh in the meantime so great to talk to you again cheryl thanks for your time today thank you chris thanks for listening to the town hall review our program is coming today in partnership with the pepperdine graduate school of public policy it's america's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on pepperdine's breathtaking campus in malibu california learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.